What's good, everyone? Welcome to another podcast of DNG Sports. Hey, man, today we're gonna be covering NFL, di- NFL, NBA. Yeah. Are we gonna? Oh, hey, are we gonna talk about Aaron Judge? Maybe a little bit. I may acknowledge it. I uh, acknowledge it. I'll be on TikTok. I'll be. But hey, man, what can I say? Are we back? So, so yes, sir. So to it. we had some shit going on, some personal shit that really need to be talked about online. No, nope. appreciate the patience, appreciate oh, the prayers. But, uh, but if y'all knew, if y'all follow the channel at DNG Sports, y'all knew we were on Twitter. Y'all know we were on TikTok. TikTok. We was on everything. Old it's, episodes still on Spotify. On still Spotify. available. Amazon Music. Yes, sir. Amazon Podcast. Yeah, Netflix. Amazon Podcast. There we go. But yeah, man. Um, let's get into our uh, this Indy versus Denver, man. How you think it's gonna go? The problem I have with this game is Russ has not been performing. I said this on a TikTok I made for the channel earlier. Geno Smith has outperformed Russ all season. Oh, as fast. far as statistics go. Yeah. Everybody forgot about Geno. Seattle made the choice to keep him, and in return, got two first, two seconds, and was it a fifth? A fifth. I think it was a fifth. And Noah Fant, and Shelby Harris, as well as another young prospect. Yep. All for Russ. And so far, Russ's backup, who is younger than him, has been playing better than him. Oh, yeah. No doubt. That being said, Matt Ryan... Has been a dumpster fire. <laughs> it has been. He hasn't. He has not been worse than Baker Mayfield though. I Baker Mayfield has been the worst quarterback in the NFL. Um, Indy's offensive line has good pieces. Yes, Thought but- it was going to be the best O line in the game in the NFL, but it has great pieces. Quentin Nelson can't stay freaking healthy. Ryan Kelly, both of those guys yeah. in the top one hundred for the. NFL players, not linemen, players. Players. Neither of them have performed up to that standard. No. Matt McAfee show brought that up earlier. Quentin Nelson and Ryan Kelly, neither of them have done anything near the level they did last year. Nah, man. But it's, it sucks. Neither is Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor also out for tonight. Ooh, yeah, man, a that's big a big hit. hit. Big, big hit. hit. Big hit. Um, how you feel about Naheem Himes? I think Naheem's gonna do his best. To, I think he's going to do his best impression of Jonathan Taylor. He's not going to be like Jonathan Taylor. No one can replace Jonathan Taylor. But at the same time, Naheem has been in that system, has been in that organization long enough. And he started at one point. Yeah. So but I feel like with that, he he's not going to lose too much of a step. I feel like my problem... With Naheem Himes, mm-hmm. is when he started, Jordan Wilkins was a very close second. And yeah. he's a very, very talented receiving back and can make things happen on the feet. But he's not an amazing downhill third down runner. Yeah. He's just not. He's not. Um, Philip Lindsay's a big tool, I think, to bring in on this game in particular because he played for Denver, had his best play for Denver. He was a pro baller at that time. He was Saquon. As an undrafted rookie. Yeah. He was the the first to make a pro bowl his rookie year as an undrafted rookie. Very talented. Hasn't produced really since then. He's kind of been figured out, so to speak. He has. Uh, Went to Houston. Didn't do much. No. Played in India a little bit last year, didn't do much. Mm-mm. Obviously, he was behind Jonathan Taylor, so who can really. Yeah, and, blame him. And Naheem Himes. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to see him in a Baltimore uniform, though. Like, before uh, J. Who came back? J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins came back. Like, last year, instead of yeah. Le'Veon Bell and. J.K. Uh, was nice, though. I believe J.K. Dobbins went to Ohio State. He yeah, was nice. He's nice. He's nice. He has a lot of star qualities. Oh, absolutely. Star uh, quality. That team also has Kenyon Drake, who came from the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, I don't really he like... He had one good year in Miami. I don't really like him in the backfield. No. He has I a, think it's too crowded. He has one good year in Miami, like I said. Yeah. That was the last time I heard of Kenyon Drake. But even then, when he was in Miami, he was being called kind of a, a bust. I mean, so look at... What's his name? When he went to Arizona, he was nice. He was okay. He was nice behind Chase Edmonds. He was behind. He was nice. I think he should have been the starter... But and, and he he actually was a starter. Let me yeah. rephrase. He was a starter. 
he got beat out. He did. And then James Conner is now the starter who... I have James Conner in fantasy, and uh, as much as I think that he is capable of being a very dynamic back in this league, he's a very strong character, he beat cancer, he's got a strong willpower, he had a great time as a stealer, Uh, he had a great college career, but... His yards per carry is looking like it's about 3.6, 3.7 this year. The O-line's not helping him much. DJ Humphreys is the best player on that O-line. Yeah. But it's just that the Cardinals haven't really looked that great, which is weird because last year I believe they started Mm 8-0, and then they fell off the second half of the season just like they did the year before with But that's because D-Hop got hurt. You know, offensive line got injured at the and Kyler got hurt even. Yeah. So Diop will be back week seven. Week seven. But how long does it really take Diop to get going after he's already been out for the first six weeks? It depends how you how you grade Diop. Do you still think Diop's a top three, top five? He wasn't last year. Wide receiver, or are we grading him like as a good wide receiver, like a He's top fifteen. I'm trying to think of a good ten, but he wasn't top three even last okay. year anymore. Would you be okay if he did Michael Thomas numbers right now? Once he came back, no, because he has a better quarterback. Jameis Winston is the epitome of fifty fifty. Yeah, it's so. like he'll go get you three hundred yards mm-hmm. and he'll get you three touchdowns. He will, but he's gonna get you two interceptions <laughs> and a fumble. Yes, he will, man. But that's what. I learned that in fantasy, man. Yeah. He's uh, wishy-washy. Wishy-washy ever, uh, crazy. You ever watch his like, pre-workouts? Yeah, they look amazing. Weird. They're no, so they weird. look amazing. They're so weird. They look amazing, No, man. dude. The dude they, getting, I think I saw him like getting smacked with a pool noodle one time, and he yeah. had to, like, it was, it was interesting. It was very interesting. The only man. person I've ever seen do 33 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. But that's besides the point. Yeah. He's a, he, I mean, New Orleans. Yeah, Alvin. Oh, Alvin, you you causing me fantasy, man. Yeah, and he's definitely getting suspended next season. Yeah, so, so it's some bad. point it's bad for Alvin, man. I agree, but, but ESPN ringing in on me. ESPN coming in. But uh, back on track to Denver and the Colts. I don't like it for the Colts tonight. No, Shaq Leonard's out. Shaq Leonard to me is a top ten defensive player in the league, and he's out. I do agree. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is definitely a top 10 running back in the league. I would debate that he's a top 10 utility special player in the league, but obviously hasn't been this year because of the lack, line. lack of... I'm going to just say it. I'm going to say offensive line. I'm going to say offensive line, lack of offensive explosion. It just looks kind of dormant. Yeah. Uh, Matty Ice looks like he's trying to make plays. He's made a... Quite a few bad throws, I'd say. He but he still has decent decision-making, but he just can't get out of that. He he gets chased out of the pocket, and it's done. Yeah. But it's done. It is, man. And he's trying to force. I mean, I did see a little bit of glimpse, even though they did get steamrolled last game. He's finally going to uh, Cox or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he's checking it down. Cox. Yeah, he's checking it down more instead of just trying to Drive it to Michael Pittman down the field. I agree. Every single five five seconds, five minutes. And I so, think Pittman's talented. I think he can be a wide receiver one. But they I need to get Paris Campbell going. They need to get more. I would say more wide receivers, but Matt Ryan's not getting enough time to get other wide receivers going. I was big on Paris Campbell. Yeah. The, the problem with Paris Campbell is every year he's been in the league, he's been injured. Yep. And when he was playing, he had really good production. But this year... He hasn't really had anything. He had no. four catches last game, and that was the most he's had all season. Mm-hmm. That was, I think, it was four for forty yards. Nothing too amazing. They got this Alec Pierce guy now, who they're kind of utilizing more. I wouldn't be surprised if Paris Campbell isn't even a Colt next season. Yeah, man. Uh, that being said, I'm gonna take the Broncos tonight. Oh, even, we haven't even really talked about them. I mean, even, they got Javante Williams missing. Melvin Gordon can't hold on to the ball. Um, Jared Judy looks like he can't get separation right now. Yeah. Gordon Sutton looks like the only A A plus player on the Broncos offense. But Cortland Sutton's never been a world beater. 
in my my book. And Russell he said a very solid first three weeks, even yeah. though the team itself has not been performing. Russ looks like Mike Vick said it perfect. Tom hasn't caught up with Russ, but Tom is starting to creep on Russ. He looks slower. He can't move out of the pocket like we used to be able to see him the last, I say two seasons ago, before he got his hand injury and he had that. Russell could outrun the outside linebackers back yeah, then, yeah. two years ago. Now I, it looks like Russ can't outrun them outside linebackers. What it really looks like to me is it looks like Russ is playing scared. Yeah, yeah. It like looks he like he's playing nervous. He's playing like Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, and that's like, not good, man. That's not, that's not like, good. he's trying to impress, like, Nathaniel Hackett, and I don't understand. Nathaniel Hackett, to me, I don't see the the great coach as nah. Nathaniel Hackett. Nah. I, uh, nah. I do blame that Nathaniel Hackett, most of Russ's problems right now, because Russ is deferring everything to Nathaniel. Instead of playing his ball, instead of... How do I put this? Y'all pay all this money to a quarterback, right? Yeah. You do nothing that he's used to. And give up a lot. And of give up players. a lot of his no offense. Example. Like, uh, I don't understand why you can't emulate just a little bit of what he did in Seattle. I think Instead of him learning a whole new playbook, a whole new system with... Already new talent around him. I think what they were going for is if you look at the past couple years, mm-hmm. Stafford went to L.A., Stafford won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay, Tom Brady won a Super Bowl. At this point in their careers, Matthew Stafford and Tom Brady, are. I would still put them above us. I can say that too. But I still think Stafford. You want to know the difference? Look, listen. You want to know the difference with them two? They had two foundation, foundational um, coaches. Yeah. Bruce Ert. What's his name? Arians. Bruce? Arians, and Sean McVay. Nathaniel Hackett has not proven to me that he can coach and call plays. I don't he's think, a great offensive coordinator, but I don't think he's a great head coach. I think that he is actually could be a decent head coach, but mm-hmm. his decision making has to get better, and he has to get an offensive coordinator who can call the plays. Man, they're look, bro. They're literally plays aren't coming in. As soon as Russ get in the line, he has to say "hut." He can't do no. He can't scan the field. He can't do none of that because of the simple fact when he gets to the line, it's down to three, two. One hut, yeah. then they got to run the plate. And I think they also need to start running more audible. I think Russ needs to be in control. Russ on the needs line more. to. Yes. You got to let him take the reins somehow. And honestly, the first four weeks of the season, whenever Tom Brady first arrived in Tampa Bay with Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians didn't loosen the reins any. And then after the bye week, they started giving Tom more and more availability to call his own plays at the line and mm-hmm. to change things up and the team started winning and sure enough the team won a Super Bowl. The thing I say with that though, Russ is not that type of person no. like Tom Brady that will demand hey, I want to change this about the play but Russ, we have seen first week, field goal yeah, they hooked it fourth and what, was it five I want to say fourth and five, fourth and three are you talking about at the end of the game? End of the game play. I think that that was one of the stupidest play calls I've ever seen in my life. So why would you why would you pay all that money for a quarterback? Yeah. Give up all that That's collateral what I'm and then kick a sixty six yard field goal? Yeah. It was a and 66. not even call a timeout. They had all three timeouts. He had the leg though. Don't get me wrong. He, he had the he leg. He has a leg. But even Peyton Manning on the Manning podcast or on the Manning cast, he was doing this man. He was. He said, "We gotta get a timeout here." Yep. We gotta get one here. <laughs> Let me get a time out here, bro. It's crazy, man. So like Nathaniel Hackett to me has not proven. I I love Russ. Russ is the best play action quarterback I've ever seen in my life. Um, him off the play action in Seattle was lovely. That's what he was his bread and butter. I DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett down the field, but I can't say that. I can't say my I can because you can. I, I love Russ and I'm a 
I'm a Russ hater right now, honestly. That's what they all call me. You can't. But. <laughs> you can't. Aaron Rodgers is the best play-action quarterback Okay, the time, though. Except for Aaron Rodgers. There you go. Uh, I will agree on that. Except I'll, for Aaron Rodgers, Russ is top three best play-action quarterback. And they do no play-action. That's the crazy part. Their play-action, they're going to give it every time. Yeah. To Javante Williams or Melvin Gordon. There's no play-action. It's every play-action call that they've pretty much got is a, a little rollout. Yeah. A little rollout from the running back that pretty much ends up being a screen play. Yep. Um Usually Sutton will either fade mm-hmm. if they're on the goal line, which I don't know why they call these play action plays. Go, so bro, deep. they do co- go routes. Yeah, on the goal line so I much. Don't understand. It's crazy. Like yeah, I know Cor- Corlin Sutton can go up and get it. Yeah, but Corlin Sutton isn't as athletically gifted as DK Metcalf. You're not going to get those plays like you got in Seattle. No, it's not going to happen. It's no. not going to happen. By the way, on go DK balls. Metcalf. Still looks like a stud. Yeah. DK Russ looks like not. a stud. Yeah. I know. Russ does not. Tyler Lockett even still looks good. Tyler Lockett looks really good. To be his age right now and still playing at the... I'm really impressed by Seattle. Yeah. And what Pete Carroll's done. Because losing Bobby Wagner, your team captain on defense for... But they had that good linebacker, that young linebacker that was yeah. learning. I can't... Remember. You're talking about Brooks. Yeah, Brooks. So, like... He was really good. He's showed a lot of well, had, linebacker. He had, he had some of the most tackles in the league last year. Yeah, so man. So high on the board. He had over a hundred and I want to say that Jordan Brooks has had the most or second or third most tackles in the league last year, but I don't want to lie. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm gonna go with he had a very large amount of tackles. They got a very talented team. They got a lot of picks now. They got DK on a contract now. Tyler Lockett's contract's getting closer to the end. Yep. Rashad Penny looks like a good fill-in running back. Until Kenneth Walker is ready. Till they either see if he's ready or decide to move in another direction. I think Kenneth Walker's that guy, though. I think he's really good. I think he's I think, that guy. I think the running back position is the, the one position in football that you can replace that, in a heartbeat. Unless you are a superstar, you will be replaced if they don't feel like they're getting the production they deserve. I do agree with that. Like, next year, I could see Miles Sanders going to Baltimore. The, uh, I could... You know what I'm saying? If they... If, some, if they go downhill in Philadelphia somehow... Maybe, yeah. but the problem with that is he's been playing so well. He's got he's the third most yard from scrimmage aside from Saquon and Nick Chubb. He's gonna want his money though. Philly's not never paid a running back. I'm gonna say this. I I wouldn't pay Miles Sanders more than twelve million a year, uh, and I wouldn't do it for more than two years. And the reason for that is because Miles Sanders is so injury prone. Yeah. Every year, that's the problem with Miles Sanders. That and he's better, a better pass catcher this year. Yeah. But I've seen Miles Sanders drop many a passes. Butterfingers, man. Many a passes. Kenny Gainwell, I haven't seen drop as many. Haven't. But I haven't seen enough. To I haven't say seen enough. For he's better than Miles Sanders. He's not because yeah. he's not. He's not. Or he hasn't showed yet that yeah. he's capable of being a third down back. Yep. That's the That's only what it is. knock I have against him. I do agree with that. Kenny Gainwell A little is, smaller, too. He's very much so playing that Darren Sproles-esque role mm-hmm. in Philly right now, which makes sense. It makes does. sense, but... It does. But, yeah, man, uh, back to what we were talking about Broncos. Um, Their defense... Uh, very underwhelming, to my opinion. Bradley Chubb should be doing more. Randy Gregory, in and out of lineups. Yeah. Um, Patrick Sertans, the only good corner. He's a dog. Yeah. He's a dog. Pat Sertan is he's a, a He's a pig. Dog. Yeah, but their front seven, to me, has not been impressive. Um, Justin Simmons, I think that's his name, the safety. Yeah, Justin he's been Simmons. he's been good. He's been good, but he's solid. He's always solid. But Justin Simmons is going to be probably the most consistent player they could ask yeah, for. Yeah. So with that in mind, I would say like very underwhelming this year. As much hype as they got last year, um, because last year they were winning games with their defense, unlike this year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So is uh, Bradley Chubb's been. 
He was not worth that number. What was it? Three? Five? I think it was five. Yeah, but he, he has come off quite a few injuries. And yep. he was better earlier on in the beginning of his With career. With Von he Miller. Was better, yes. But it's kind of like you don't really know how good a player is until you put him on an island. Yeah. It's because Juju was supposed to be that guy for Pittsburgh. And Wait, it ended up being Deontay Johnson. Clowney versus Bradley Chubb right now. What really hurt at with that Clowney is Clowney... Because they were both defensive ends that drafted high. Yeah, and Clowney paid behind J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt the and problem with that Bob is, is when Clowney wasn't hurt, J.J. was. Is what it all, At least that's what it felt like. Both of them guys, tough as hell. Yeah. Especially J.J. Can we talk about that? Have you heard about that? His J.J. heart Watt, his stopping. Heart stopping <laughs> literally went into AFib, restarted his heart. The day before he played? That's crazy, man. That's a warrior. Um, That's a warrior. It sucks. His last little bit is getting wasted at Arizona. Uh, I want to say wasted, but it's... Nah, I'll say it's wasted. Uh, I'll, I'll honestly say his last little bit of years is... He's not... I, I don't see him winning a chip in yeah, Arizona. And that's sad. And it is, because I believe... That he's one of the greatest defensive talents that I've ever seen on a football field. He just couldn't stay healthy. He's a three-time defensive player of the year. He could when he was healthy. Like, before will, the injury started. I will say this. J.J. Watt in his prime. Prime prime was in... He was about to become the greatest defensive player of all time. I, I, will, would, say, I will say that right now. Better than Aaron Donald... Better than Lawrence Taylor. Uh, I feel like that. He's a very, very talented, but those guys did it for a long listen, time. That's what longevity. JJ Watt in his peak, though, that I, was a different animal. He was a tight end, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree, but you also left one out. I still put Reggie White above okay. Aaron Donald at the moment. But that's just. I guess it's me being biased. But yeah, you're doing I just, your history. I think, I think Reggie White did it at such a high level for such a long time when the game was more physical. I just... I do. I, I, do I, see, I like it a little more. I do see that. But JJ's peak was unimaginable, man. Um, yeah. It was unimaginable. Like, I love Micah. Hopefully, even though I'm not a Dallas fan. Yeah, change the freaking. But Micah as a defensive talent could be him, could be that guy next up. Micah Parsons is going to be a generational defensive talent. Yeah, and I'm not a Cowboys fan. No, um, but if, by no stretch of the imagination here. If you redid that draft, I don't care what you say. You're taking Micah one. You're taking Micah one. Jamar two, then so on, then so forth. Micah Parsons is just... I've seen him fall back into coverage on wide receivers. <laughs> Crazy, I've man. seen him... Slot wide receivers. Destroy tackles. Yeah, tackles. And Absolutely blow past guards. Lenny did lit it light as... Yeah. Did yeah. get him cracked as good. But he chases people down, too. Yeah. It's, you can't escape him. To me... I have been under the impression for a long time, because I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, I've been under the impression for a long time that Miles Garrett was the next guy. When, And I still think he is. I do, but too. But I still think he's going to be the next dominant defensive lineman after the Aaron Donald peak is gone. But Micah Parsons is going to be the best defensive player. Yeah. Yeah, I do agree with that. Um, The only thing I... Hopefully doesn't. I don't have no wood, but he injuries. Yeah. Um. JJ Watt after injuries never the same player, man. If the knees and, stay healthy, for, yeah. If the knees stay help healthy for Micah, he'll he'll be this, good. This this will be a long yeah. because long the the thing time. that honestly the thing that you can do with Micah Micah can be a linebacker. <laughs> if he yeah. doesn't want to rush, if he doesn't want to rush no more, he can drop back and be a linebacker. Yeah. So it's like even if he had to add, say, 
Say I think he's two thirty five right now. Yeah. Wait, say he goes up and plays linebacker, takes him off in completely because he hurt a knee or something, can't go as fast. Say he runs a four five, four five for a linebacker is still very fast. Yeah, it, 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 he runs a four three. But his talent is rushing the quarterback. So it is. It's his best. That's his, his bread and butter. Attribute. Bread and butter. So uh, with that in mind, man, my, like I said, we both thought Miles Garrett when he said. <laughs> If you don't draft me number one, you what is it? You're stupid or something like that because I'll be chasing he's whoever's a dog. the number one. He's a he's a dog. He wrecked that Porsche though. <laughs> that man. was a low blow, but he wrecked that man. Porsche. Man, when I saw <laughs> on my phone, and like I said, I'm a Cleveland fan. Obviously, I got instant alert, instant alerts anytime anything really happens with Cleveland. Uh, when I got the alert. <laughs> Miles Garrett. <laughs> Rick's a Porsche, man. What is In your big accident, <laughs> Transported Bro, to the hospital. What is your big silver bag? Never mind. Let me stop. Driving a Porsche. I, Anyways, bro. Brother, I almost shit my pants. Bro, I, I was, I what just, are you doing? I was driving. like, how... how and, and apparently reports are coming out that he has like multiple speeding tickets and that he was traveling at very unsafe speeds. And it's like, Broski is. If Miles Garrett goes Bro. down, let me explain what happens to what is left of the Cleveland Browns defense. Just about Denzel Ward. Um, I, I came into this season thinking that we were going to have one of the coldest defenses in the league. Yeah. We got Grant Delpit coming back from injury. He's finally healthy. Very talented. Jermaine Johnson, or sorry, John Johnson, the third, coming from L.A. Rams two years ago. Great last year. Thought he was going to be great this year. The safeties have looked okay. Blown a lot of deep balls. Driving me crazy. Greedy Williams. Yeah, like Roby at I'm so, I'm so <laughs> in the middle on Greedy. I really like him. His highs are great. His lows are not. Uh, Martin Emerson's looked Pretty okay, but giving up a few big plays. Our linebacker room is doo doo. Doo doo. Yeah, that's all I gotta say about our linebacker <laughs> room. <laughs> and our defensive tackles, out of 126 defensive tackles in the league, are two starters. One, Tommy, is ranked 126 of 126. Jordan Elliott is ranked 125 of 126. Crazy, How do man. we have the best defensive end, pure defensive end, not also outside linebacker okay. like Micah? How do we have the best in the league at defensive end? And then Jadeveon Clowney on the other end and the two worst defensive tackles in the league. Crazy. It's wild. Crazy. It's wild. Bro, it's been a crazy football. First four games. Um, It's been wild. It's it's been Jacksonville <laughs> looking like they have <laughs> a team. They, they look, look like good. Dougie bro, P. No, listen, they look like when they went off to playoffs defense right now. They look good. They really do. Even their number one looking overall pick looking good. You know who I feel really bad for so far this season? Who? Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin? Yeah. Um I feel bad. <laughs> one of the best coaches we won't, of this generation. Uh, we can go into it. Uh Kenny Picky. Um, I don't want to get disrespectful. I really don't. Kenny Pick is not the answer, bro. Oh. Um, I'm gonna just call it how it is. I'm call it spade a spade. Kenny Pickett, my eye test is going to be another Kirk Cousins. I saw a thing on Twitter. You get earlier about I, that, but it, instead of Kirk Cousins, it said. Kenny Pickett's gonna be just like Baker Mayfield. It's gonna he's gonna give I can you see it. he's gonna give you enough to win games, but not take you to the next level. And this is how I feel about that. The city of Pittsburgh Watch absolutely him. loves him. Yeah. Like they're gonna give him chance after chance after chance. These next two seasons, I promise you, Kenny Pickett will be a stealer, no matter if he throws no touchdowns and keeps throwing interceptions. They love that man in Pittsburgh. Understandably now, so, too. Do I think he has the intangibles to be a good quarterback? Yes. Yeah. 
Kenny Pickett right now though is not the answer for y'all this season. I posted on I TikTok. Hope, yeah. I hope they have Kenny Pickett come out against Buffalo. If he sh- shakes me, if he goes three touchdowns, one pick against Buffalo, okay, you earn my little yeah, bit more respect. respect. Respect, But Kenny is not going to save y'all this year. Kenny is not Patrick. I wanted to say Patrick Mahomes when he came. I'm trying to think of a quarterback that came in midseason, changed around the senior. He's not Michael Vick when he came in in Philadelphia. I think the best you could say so, right now would be Jalen Hurts. Or... Jalen Hurst only went, went two and two for us that year. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah. like, I'm trying to think of a quarterback that he's not going to be a Ryan Tannehill. I'm, I'm sorry. When Tannehill took Marcus Mariota's spot in yeah. Tennessee, he wasn't made a, a playoff run. He wasn't a rookie. He wasn't a rookie. So, I'm trying to think of a player that you're sending into the deep end. You're playing. You're playing. Bills, you got Tampa coming. You got Eagles coming. You got another. Their schedule looks ugly. Bro, listen. <laughs> it's ugly. <laughs> it's so ugly right now. My thing is, Mitch is shocked because of the fans not backing him up, and everyone can see that. At all. No one was pulling for Mitch at all. The only person I heard speak out was Big Ben. Mike Tomlin did as well. Mike Tomlin did. Yes. Mitchell Trubisky, though, is so shot where he's playing for... He's playing to do right. He's not playing to... <sighs> fluent. That's the word I'm looking for. He's not playing fluent. So, with that all in mind, Mitchell Trubisky was stuck in a bad spot. Yes, he's been in the league for five years. But, man... You're expecting him to do all this when you have Kenny Pickett in the building that was bred. He's like a baby that came. You get what I'm saying? Kenny Pickett threw for 120 so yards. Yep. Three picks, two rushing touchdowns. <laughs> it. He looked decent on the legs. Yeah. But he looked pretty much like. Every really good mobile quarterback does coming out of college, and he, Jones. he wasn't really a mobile quarterback. He he can scramble, but he's, it's not his bread and butter. It was being a quarterback and throwing the ball. The problem I have with it is he got through thrown into the deep end a little too early. Yeah, because this strength of schedule is too much. I would say for somebody who's at his level, if this was a number one pick we're talking about, a generational right if now. If we're talent, talking about Bryce different. Young coming in. Yeah, starting. <laughs> CJ Stroud starting. CJ Stroud. Kenny Pickett, I didn't hear about until after COVID. He, the only COVID reason year. that Kenny Pickett went at 20 is because they wanted him, they stole him, mm-hmm. because they didn't expect him to be there. If he didn't go there, I think he would have been like the rest of the quarterbacks and I do too. the third round. I do feel like he would have fell. I feel like even if it, I think he would have been the highest picked out of I all do. of them. Unless, but, unless it comes to Tennessee. I think Tennessee was taking Malik Willis regardless. Yeah, I do too. But yeah, man, like uh, Kenny Pickett, he's, man, I don't know. I, I feel like if you look at all the talent that is doing great right now, what has organizations done? They have put weapons. They made an offensive line that's healthy, good around them. You yeah. look at Patrick. You look at Josh. You look at Jalen Hurts now. You look at, I would say, Joe Shiesty. But Joe Shiesty's line is not blocking for him right now. What you, I what I love about all the people you just named, mm-hmm. and also, side note, side table, apparently Joe Burrow said that he's played through having concussions. And blacked out. And blacked out on the field. <laughs> Crazy. Not good. <laughs> Not good. Not great. But Jalen Hurts had over half a year yep. to learn the playbook, to learn the city, for the city to want him. Yep. And then Patrick Mahomes had a whole year behind Alex Smith. Yep. Probably the most beneficial thing to his career. Mm-hmm. Also, Josh Allen, he didn't have as much time, but nobody expected him to be in win-now mode. Like Who was there? Tyrod Taylor, I want to say? Yeah, see. it was Tyrod. And nobody expected for that team to make the playoffs even. Yep. So it's like if you have low expectations like that, that's fine. 
you can start your young quarterback and let them develop through playing. But the Pittsburgh Steelers haven't had a losing season since Mike Tomlin has been the head coach. And Mike Tomlin has been the head coach a very long time. And, bro, their offensive line is not going to give Kenny Pickett time to develop. He's not. Did you see him get smoked against the Jets Uh, and then get up smiling? Also, sidebar, Chase Claypool or George Pickens? Right now? Or just like in general, one v one, like in general, who do I think like is better this season, next season? Pickens, I like, I I, I like, don't think Chase Claypool. I, I don't I don't think Chase be. Claypool's that guy. Um, Chase Claypool has been there longer than Deontay Johnson, correct? To me, uh, no, no. But to me, Chase Claypool looks like he looks like he got some really good looks. And now that he's not getting as many targets, he's not getting as many yards, he looks almost angry Yeah, that George Pickens is getting that attention. I feel like Chase Claypool in any other system, though, um, not in Pitts. How do I think, say this? Chase Claypool is the type of guy that needs touches. Yeah. So if he went to, like, I'm thinking Matt Jones, him, paired up, He's a diva. I feel like he could be a number one. I don't one, think though. he would work in Belichick's system. Okay, so I think the Bills, honestly. I, I don't think he would be if Gabe Davis wasn't there. If Gabe Davis wasn't there and it was him and Stefan, I could yeah. see that. Yeah. Um would I say Trevor Lawrence in him? Maybe. Maybe Trevor Lawrence with another year underneath his belt. He would be a wide but, receiver two in Houston, but he That would be I would love that. He'd if they could get Chase Claypool, keep Brandon Cooks, Brandon Cooks, um, Damian Pierce, um, draft Bryce Young, that's a foundation that I could build around. My opinion, I think, and the, get alignment, get some linemen, and keep Laramie Tucks. What you couldn't you, work can, with that? Can you trade? They're gonna trade Laramie this year. They drafted a tackle last year, really, and his salary's so high. They're rebuilding. I feel like. I can't put it in stone. Yeah. But being in the Houston area, reading all the Houston reports, I don't feel like they're going to want to keep the top three highest paid left tackle when they just drafted a right tackle. They have a ton of draft capital to go after somebody. They could make huge free agent signings. They could make multiple draft picks. Cleveland paid them everything. (laughs) So with that in mind... Nico Collins, keep him on the outside. Let Chase go back to slot. Let Brenda Cook stay on. Well, let Brenda Cook go slot. He can play slot. Let uh, Chase or he gets let, most of his work on the on the go. Let Brenda Cook stay on the go. Chase Claypool loves the slot. That's a Bryce Young too. Damian Pierce. Now you got a floor. I'll tell you what. A foundation right there. I like there. Bryce Young, but I'm taking CJ Stroud right now. I'm taking C.J. Stroud right now. I didn't see what I wanted to see out of Bryce Young whenever... Now, that being said, I didn't see anything in the first game of the season. C.J. Stroud let me down. But whenever the Crimson Tide, when Alabama was playing my team, the mm-hmm. University of Texas, I didn't see that much out of Bryce Young. Um... I think I'm going with. Hmm. I'm still going with Bryce Young, okay. just because the simple fact that he is Alabama. Alabama quarterbacks has been better coming out right now. Right mm-hmm. now. Who? Who from Ohio State is good right now? Who? The, what was his name? Just J T. Barrett. No. <laughs> <laughs> what was, What was that dude's name? That was J T. Barrett. Justin Fields. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm taking the Alabama just a slight edge after all the names that you just named. <laughs> Not even a slight. I'm doing a marathon with them, but yeah. <laughs> Ohio State has. At least, not been... at least I didn't say Texas A&M. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like Kellen Mond, Kellen Mond. I mean, yeah, uh, Johnny. That's kind of crazy if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's a little wild. Oregon, Marcus Mariota. I might take Marcus Mariota and. 
Low key over Ohio, I yeah. might take Marcus Mariota, Justin Herbert, and what's yeah. his name over uh, Ohio Ooh, State. Speaking of Oregon, their transfer from this year, Bo Nix coming from Auburn, has not shown much. <laughs> not shown much. But anyways, this that's a side topic. But yeah. uh, yeah, man. With that in mind, Houston would have a floor with Chase Claypool, and I feel like Houston right now. They need a floor. They need a game plan. I just I feel like he wants the spotlight too much to go to Houston and be behind B Cooks and then wait for a quarterback to develop. See, my thing with that is if you know you a star like him, he's gonna he won't mind being behind B Cooks because of the simple fact B Cooks is not looked at as a that guy. He is that guy. For that in team. Houston, yeah, but B. But you get what I'm saying. Brandon Cooks goes to L. A. Brandon Cooks gets that number two role from Allen Robinson. No problem. Super disappointing season so far. For yeah, 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 yeah. Allen yeah. Robinson looks like Allen Pooperaz. Yeah, meh. Yeah, meh. I, I mean, mean, it's like how many targets how did he get yesterday? Two. Oh yeah, Chicago, bro. We gotta talk real quick. Hey, Daryl Mooney, please <laughs> get him in the in the game. I don't know what I have to ask for to get Daryl Mooney the ball, but Daryl Mooney and David Montgomery, I don't know what y'all are doing. David's hurt. David's hurt. I get it. That's y'all two stars on offense, and y'all don't, y'all don't give him the ball. Cole Commit, y'all was, he was the great touchdown dependent red zone target for Justin Fields. Yeah, and what's hurting Justin Fields right now is the city's, it seems like anyway, the city's kind of starting to slip from him. Yep. Especially Crazy. since he did say um, it hurts us more than it hurts the fans that we lose because we put in so much work. And I understand that. But when you say that and you are sucking, like <laughs> bad, like sucking bad, then the team's going to turn on you. The city's yeah. going to turn on you. What was Justin Fields last year? 13 touchdowns, 17 interceptions? Yeah. Something crazy. Something like that. It's like you don't have room to talk about anything right now, especially yeah. with the Bears potentially uh, going to another city next year. I've been seeing a lot of talk about yep. them potentially being in Arlington, which makes no sense because the biggest team in all of sports <laughs> is in Arlington. I would love a Toronto team. I've been pushing for that narrative. A uh, Toronto team like Toronto Raptors and – Toronto, I don't know, you have to do a dinosaur name or something like that. The teams that I think are most likely, uh, the teams that have wanted one for a while, San Antonio and like Austin have both been talked about. Because Austin like is that. a huge market, but doesn't have a team in any pro sport, really. I do say, I do San Antonio. Uh, San Antonio I would do San Antonio because market. that's a Spurs over there. It's a good market, yeah, but London seems like a, an option that's God. eventually going to happen, which is awful for everybody else in the league. Because yeah, that travel I feel bad for y'all. Terrible. I feel bad. Terrible. Um, I don't feel like California's going to get any more teams. Nah, they don't need one. I don't think Oregon's ever going to get a team. Nah. Um, I think I it's Toronto. possible that a team... Nah, I don't see a team going back to St. Louis. Memphis. I don't think Louisville's going to happen. Uh, Memphis, Memphis could, could because Memphis they're, they're, on rise. they're on the rise. I would say that would be one of the Memphis more, be more really likely cool. options. That would be really cool. Memphis, Tar Heels. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> um, Alabama, the state of Alabama. I don't they, Albu- uh, Albuquerque, maybe? Albuquerque, yeah. No, that's New Mexico. New Mexico. Jesus. <laughs> you're, you're, you're doing customized teams right uh, now, bro. Y'all should but, see my Madden franchise. Hey, let's yo. go. <laughs> but no, nah, man, let's talk. While we're in it, preseason is going on in the NBA, bro. And then we'll talk about a little bit of Aaron Judge and hop out of here. Um, LeBron, 9 for 11, 16 points. No, 19 points in 16 minutes. Bro, he made two free throws in a row. <laughs> how about also about LeBron on that topic? Okay. How about the drama between him and Kareem? Kareem's up. Oh, let me not say that. <laughs> uh, Kareem, 
you're very disrespectful. Every record is meant to be broken for some reason. You have had it for 30 years. 40 years. Yeah. Longer than what I've been alive. Longer what he's been alive. I'm not saying... If the younger generation is paying respect, homage to the old generation, and doesn't talk crap about y'all, like LeBron James. We're talking about LeBron James. If he has not wished ill on you, why are you wishing ill on him? Yeah. That's my only problem. Um, I feel like Kareem has handled his situation because he is, when you think of the Mount Rushmore, Kareem's never first. It's usually MJ or LeBron. Or some people say Kobe. Then they'll say Kareem. It's always going to be MJ or LeBron until somebody else comes, unless yeah. you want to consider Kobe. Yeah. But Kareem's always, to me, going to be a top 10. The yes. He did do our top amazing. 10. But I'm gonna he's get never a, number one. I'm going to get a little up closer on the mic because Kareem, <laughs> I know you're never going to see this. Fast. <laughs> never. Never going to listen to this. But when you make Skip Bayless side with LeBron James on something, you've done something bad. Yeah. Because today, Shannon and Skip were talking, and he said, I side with LeBron on this one. I just, I can't believe, it's just, I this makes no sense. Why come at him for this? Like this man, when you have Skip Bayless defending LeBron James, you have frozen time <laughs> you yeah just, bro you've done something because this man literally has m- thousands of Bash. tweets about bashing lebron yeah thousands thousands of videos just his the later half of his career has been talking about lebron <laughs> yeah his i mean kareem you're a social intelligent activist I know what you have done for the black community. I know everyone. My grandpa has talked about you millions of times. I understand what you have done for the black community and the sports community and what you have done to lead the path. But you being mad for LeBron about a vaccine that he actually took just because he didn't put it on his... He pushed the agenda of getting it. He got the vaccine. So, you coming at him as a grown man, that's really wrong. And I, like LeBron said, they have no relationship. So, yeah. with that in mind, I'm not going to speak anymore on it. I don't need Kareem fans coming at me in the comments or on the Spotify. But Come at me. I, I, I'm going to stick to my statement. It's It's really wrong, man. It's... You should never put down a person just because they're your records are meant to be broken. I agree. Your record records meant to be broken. And on that, it kind of felt like the jabs at Kyrie is kind of what initiated it. Yeah. And I'm sure that LeBron wasn't too happy about that because he sees Kyrie as like little brother. Mm -hmm. And what I'll say about the Kyrie quotes, obviously Kyrie's been acting real sus. He's acting a little better he, now. Since, he is. He is. Since he didn't um, get his fat contract, though. The problem that Kareem had with Kyrie was that he's reposting a lot of Alex Jones stuff. And mm-hmm. Alex Jones is the individual who tried to say that the Sandy Hook school shooting was fake. Fake. And that man is completely wrong for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That man's going to have crazy. to pay a lot of money for that. Crazy. And it's just insane to me that that is... Uh, a public belief. Yeah. I just, I, I can't imagine what it was like for the parents hearing that. We were still kids at that time, Uh, man. Yeah. I can't imagine Mm. what it was like. That being said, I don't want to talk about that too much much into that because that, that's not. D&G Sports might have a political channel here. I don't know about (laughs) that. But. But That would be amazing. On this platform, we're going to try to keep it positive. We're going to try to obviously address issues like that, but we don't want to make our podcast into something that it has never been. We don't want to try to bring in too much. We want to keep it centered on what it is because when you, we want you to listen to the podcast Podcast. and listen to something different, something that's for players, 
something that isn't just cookie cutter for the league. We're not and not for this new wave of how do you was it said call it the new new industry or whatever. Yeah. Because we don't we don't put ourselves in a box like that. And it's not we, like we're anti activist or anti anything of any agenda or anything. Like, it's just, we're talking from the sports community. Like you use you're either a really old head that goes with the old heads <laughs> or you're the new generation that goes with the new generation. Man, we're not like that. We we call it we call a spade a spade. We we tell y'all what's up. Um we don't feel like we're with we love we love Skip. We love Matt Barnes. We love JJ Reddit. We love Mad Dog. We love I can go on that, new versus old. It, Draymond Green versus It's all like of, if you, you want if you want to hear the input on something like that, you can definitely post and tag to yeah. my channel, like my actual Twitter, yeah. my actual TikTok. You want to hear me talk about something that's not sports related, reach out on that page. Be happy to do it. But on this page, we're going to try to keep it as strictly sports as we can. Obviously, we'll address issues where we must. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be like this. It's like, Cream, you fucked up. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that's it. That's it. Man. It just feels like a, a little bit of salt in the wound. Yep. And obviously, LeBron, you speak of Kareem, has done so much for his community. Mm-hmm. Obviously, so is LeBron. Yep. It, it's and it's different. And I am not nearly as inclined yeah. on the information, but I do know what LeBron did in building the school that he built has helped so many kids. Mm-hmm. I do know that. And, uh, and the LeBron, the James Foundation, the, it's the amount of money, money that, that man given. has so, given. Man, I I get that he he's wasn't in the streets like you, Kareem, but I can talk. He can't talk like this, but he, he wasn't in the streets like it. But LeBron has paved his own way, and that's what people don't. I think with LeBron, when they he, they try to bash him as a person, LeBron's ways are so much more different from what other. Uh, extremely different people. That's why he's a billionaire. Yeah. So, that's all I got to say. He's the first the NBA first player, player to ever, ever be a billionaire in the league. Yep. So, his ways is just different, man. And I believe, if not, I believe he will finish his career as the oldest player to ever win an All-Star. I do think that, too. I think he'll be out who? Was that Dirk? Um, Dirk or Vince? No, Vince didn't make it his last years. It was either... Timmy Duncan. Oh, uh, Timmy Duncan. Dirk, because MJ, I want to say it was like his last his one was Washington? like 35, 36, something. He'll get it by when he's 42. I don't see LeBron falling off to 44. Hey, Zach Wilson looking at, uh, what was her name? Jezebel? <laughs> Jezebel, that was a fake post, brother. Okay. That was okay. a fake post. But, hey, man, let's talk. We don't talk a lot about baseball, but... Something I've never seen in my lifetime. I was what I seen the game. Sixty-two home runs to set the American League record on home runs in a single season for Mr. Aaron Judge. And the thing I love about this, the thing I love about this, it's like we talked about Lamar Jackson not getting a contract. He's on a prove it year. Aaron Judge is also on a prove it year, and now the Yankees have shot themselves in the foot. We want four. We want four million. We want we want four hundred. It's we like, want we want four. We don't want no three fifty, no, no three twenty, no three ten, no two ninety. We want that four now. That man is also playing in the on the team that has the biggest market. Yankees the, would not the have biggest markets. Yankees wouldn't have been nothing this year, in my opinion. Coming from a, I'm not even gonna say it again. Uh, fine, Yankees fan. He I. Yankees wouldn't have did nothing without... They wouldn't even be in the playoffs right now without Aaron Judge. Simple. 62 home runs. <laughs> whole, lot of, whole lot of points. So, with that in mind, do you think that record is better than Barry Bonds' record? <sighs> it's hard, man, because Barry's record is 77 for the I thought it was 72. League. I think it's one of them too. You I think it's it was 77 or 72. But it, it's amazing. Yeah. But the problem you run into with Barry Bonds, he wasn't. Is, it's tarnished. It's not, man. It's tarnished, dude. He. 
Homie went from being Steph Curry size to LeBron in like a year and a half. Boom. He had to keep up with his opponents. He had to. Did this man meet the liver king back then somehow (laughs) and just tacked on straight protein? Look, honestly, I'll say this. Barry Bonds is one of the best baseball players of all time. Ever. And I think that okay, regardless, look. I think his reputation this has is... been besmirched. I think that it hasn't been... It, people don't look at it the same. That being said, mm-hmm. Roger Clemens is one of the best listen, pitchers of listen. all time. You can take away what Barry Bonds did on the Giants. Take it away. Y'all can have it. Throw it. Whatever y'all want to do with it. Just put him in the Hall of Fame for his first years. That's well, all I want. It's like the thing I don't. That, no, 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 I, no, no, no. I don't understand, do that. but that's what I just said. Roger Clemens is one of the best pitchers you of can't all take time. It's one, he's one of the best time, and he's not in the Hall of Fame either because they suspected him of steroids. He went to trial and beat the case. He beat the case, and still, I mean, it is what it is, man. That's just how baseball is. If you get caught in baseball, it's not like any other sport. You get called for juicing in baseball, you're done. You're not going in the Hall of Fame. Crazy. It's just how it is. Crazy, man. And that was before my time. <laughs> but Meanwhile, you look at one of my favorite sports, UFC, and you go to their Hall of Fame, and it's like... Steroids, the, I can... Chuck before, Tito Ortiz. Before uh, Chuck, 2000... Chuck wasn't on that. He said it. I'll I be love Chuck. the Iceman. Come on, man. Before <laughs> 2000, and I would like say... That. At least 2010, and that's being nice. Um, at least before then, I would say almost half the people were finding some way to make through. Rampage wasn't. Kimbo Slice wasn't. None of them two. Don't don't pre 2010. <laughs> okay. Most okay. of the fighters on the roster. Okay. Were. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you're about to disrespect. Even then, I mean, T.J. Dillashaw got caught for juicing. He got caught for PDs injectable PEDs at that and he's fighting for the title against Aljo in a couple weeks yeah and it's it's also on the same fight card as Charles Oliveira um shoot I forget what his name is I was it it starts with you remember somebody fought uh no 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 yeah he fought Connor Dustin Poirier not Dustin no it's not them big names it starts with the A mmm from a. USA, um, A fought. No, are you talking about Aldo? No, not Aldo. Because he was from Brazil. Not Aldo. Fudge. I'm not Chad Mendes. I don't know. Donald I, Cerrone. No. Nate Diaz. Maybe it wasn't Connor. It was. It was in Sterling's weight class. I want to say. Okay. Uh, anyways, well, that was anyway. a sidetrack. Uh, on to some UFC. You know, we talk about every other sport. We're gonna get into mine. Uh, Kevin Holland's back. Kevin Holland is back fighting Stephen Thompson. I My guy. December 17th in third. Orlando, Florida. December 3rd? December 3rd. December 3rd. December Main 3rd. event. Main event. Main event. My boy deserved it. After the, uh, after the mauling. Listen, the mauling. I'm a, look, I'm going to say this now. I don't care about Chimaya. I don't care about... What's his? What's the dude fighting Oliver? Islam. Makachev. I don't care about none of them. Them Russians or whatever they are. Oh, Jesus. Listen. Kevin Holland, on his feet, would have put them things on Chamayev. I'm just being one on it. Being honest. Chamayev would have never bull rushed him. Kevin Holland wasn't on his ten toes because he was smiling. He was literally smiling. He thought uh, Chamayev was going for the ham. Chamayev said, fuck no. We're going to the ground instantly. And I knew it was. A- Look, the scramble. Nice. Kevin Holland almost got up. Why does this man sound depressed? Because I'm upset about that fight. I've been upset about that fight. And to this day, I will say, Kevin Holland on the scramble, if Chamaya would have never grabbed his back neck, would have stood up, that everyone would have been shook. Just saying. It wouldn't have happened because Holland's wrestling. Listen, no. Listen. (laughs) He flipped Chamaya you he did a whole he just rolled he did not flip he rolled okay okay cool i'm just saying that fight would have been i'm not saying close not saying that chamaya would have not got him on the ground and probably worked him but 
Kevin Holland would have put at least at least some strikes on him. I'm just saying. Brother, he didn't. He didn't. I'm just saying. Let me. Uh, that was my tangent, but you can carry on now. With that being said, uh, Kevin Holland absolutely got worked, and that's obvious. Uh, but he's still a fighter I really like to watch fight. Yep. Uh, I think that uh, he's Chris. got a really good chance in this fight. I think this is one of the best fights you can make in that division. Uh, both of them great strikers. Both of them obviously know karate style. It's going to be an interesting one, man. Uh, I'm really happy to see it. Um, but him saying he was going to retire kind of makes me wonder where his headspace is at. Because, you know, you get mauled. You're a professional no, listen, fighter. And you he, get mauled. What happened was, I'm going to talk for Kevin because Kevin don't want to come on this podcast yet. So, <laughs> Kevin got all this money and wanted to retire young. That was the biggest paycheck he's ever had in his life. I agree. He said that was probably four point five million, and we don't know about it underneath the table. I, nah, I say one point five million underneath the, the table for taking that fight late. I agree, but the ugly part about it in fighting is he's not fighting Chimaev again on short notice. Oh. What's happening now is he's getting paid less money Listen, to fight a very dangerous, but opponent. on a main card. Yeah, he got main a main event. card. So with that being said, Chimaev, you got a problem. I got a dude named Bo. What's his name? Bo P. Bo P. Bo Peep, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bo Nickel. Bo Nickel. 27-year-old. Nice. Four-time NCAA champion yes. wrestler. Very nice. I got him. Very cocky. Yep. But I like, dude, I think, <laughs> I think he's a savage, man. I think he's a Listen, Chabayo, I was tired of all these fans talking to us on our TikTok about Chabayo. I'm going to just be honest. I don't know. I'm kind of fired up about talking about Jamal. I think he's a great talent, but I just ready to see you get dome rock. I promise. I, I don't think he's that good as much as people make him out to be, and as much as UFC is fighting him. I want to kill him. Listen here, brother. His first four fights, he didn't I get hit. Care. I don't. Not care. one I don't time. Care. Because he's a right. Put him against Bo Nichols. I'll bet. Uh, I'll bet one. How much you want to bet on that one? That Bo Nickel beats Hamza Jamal. Yeah. It's not. I, <laughs> I don't think that it is as one sided as the internet has so far made it out to be. Hamza, people forget because he had one close fight with Gilbert Burns and missed weight. They forget how good he was. That guy is going to be a world champion. Bo Nickel, I haven't seen him have to stand up yet. He might not have to at first, but there are guys in the UFC. Who will learn? It doesn't take them long. Khabib is amazing at taking people down and mauling them, but he didn't run out there in the first minute like a Dana White contender series fight and get a takedown. I think that Bo has good stand up. The left overhand that led up to the right trip was amazing. I think he's really talented, and I think he's gonna be a guy. Could be a world champion. I just want to see him fight a couple times in the actual UFC and not the contender fight Cole. series. That's what I want. That is terrible idea. Fight Colby. It's a dare you. Fight Colby. He needs to fight at fight least. Fight Usman. I dare you. He needs to fight Bo Nickel. I want you to fight Leon. Bo Nickel. I want to see your head get kicked up. No. Okay. Let me Bo go. Nickel <laughs> needs to at least fight two fights against an unranked opponent. Learn a little bit. Because the thing about these fights is you learn and you learn and you learn. Ben Askren was one of the best wrestlers no, ever. No, been. we're not going to say that because they're pushing what's-his-name right now against Izzy. He's not that guy. Who? What's-his-name? Uh, starts with the V. Uh, he's fighting Izzy coming up. He's Alex Pierre? Yep. He knocked him out twice already. That does not. But what I'm saying is he didn't have to fight that many undercard fights. He also... Had a career in I don't kickboxing. Care. This is. man is two and zero. Bo Nichols was four. What, what was he? Four he's three and zero. No, Bo Nichols was a NCAA. Yeah, he was champion. a wrestling champion. So wrestling. not getting in the, hit in the face. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, you can have it. Yeah. Not getting hit in the fucking face. <laughs> it's just like what doesn't make sense to me about him calling out all these high-ranking guys. 
is you learn from each fight. You learn how to dodge. You learn how to move. You, you learn know. tendencies. You, know. you learn intangibles. Ben Askren was one of the best wrestlers to ever come into the UFC when he came into the UFC. He fought George Masvidal. Masvidal knew what he was going to do. He put him to sleep because he put his kneecap right on his forehead and he folded him like a cheap Walmart but, tent. It was terrible. But listen, it was terrible. Listen. Jorge Masvidal is a striker. Shamayev's not no goddamn striker. He is a good striker. He's, he's not that guy. He's, he's a good striker. He's, he's not known for he striking He stood there and struck with Gilbert Burns. Okay, cool. Gerald Mustreed, he put to absolute sleep. He's not known for it. Though. Li Jingliang, a great striker. He choked him to sleep after beating on him. Okay. I'm going to let you have it. Because I, can't, I, I don't have anything yet against Shamayev. So I'm going to let y'all have it. Y'all Shamayev fans. I'm gonna tell you right now. I feel like I just want right say. now, Hamza Shemaev could say beat, pound for pound. Could no, he's not pound for pound, but he could beat Izzy. I think that that is a fight that can be made, and I think that Hamza can win. Um, I also am not on board yet with this. Bo Nickel can beat Izzy yet. I've seen Hamza fight in the UFC multiple times. I've seen Bo fight on the Contender Series. Do I think Bo has the potential to catch that level? Yes. He fights two fights in the actual UFC, how he did on the Contender Series. I will make that. You know, he fights two good people in the UFC. I'm all down for seeing him versus Izzy. To see him versus a top, top contender. But he's got to get a he's not little bit. Class. He's with Usman, right? He's got to get... I yeah, do want to say yeah, he's, he's 170. If he is 170, if he is 170, if he's 170, I'd like to see him fight somebody unranked and maybe move him up to like a to a the leech Li Jing Liang, uh, an older veteran of the sport who like Tony, a Tony Ferguson, something like that. Somebody who man, I'm gonna just be 100. Usman, I can't wait to see fight Shamaya one day. Colby, can't I wait. I don't know that we'll ever It'll see that It'll be next year. It'll be I next don't year. know if we'll ever see Hamzat and Usman. I feel like we will. Because Usman's missed weight. And he also pulled the towel trick, like DC, on his last fight. And then this fight, he misses weight by, was it 7.5 or 8.5 pounds? And now he's already calling people up out at 185. Matchmakers are apparently split between where they want him to go. I think he can still make 170, but he's going to have to get back to that, I have nothing, I am a dog. He just got his head kicked off. Who? Usman. I'm talking about Hamza. Oh. Usman is going to be fine. Yeah. He's one of the best of all time. Usman's about to... If he fights two more fights and never wins another fight, then he's still one of the best ever. Yeah, I feel like Usman. I mean, like Usman. I feel like it's gonna happen. Like Chamayo, since he's so, he's that guy. Why can't he fight in two weight classes, win both championships? Middleweight and what? What's welterweight? Is that welterweight? He can, but yeah. he can't do it at the same time. I know, but now that being said, guys. It's been fun. We've talked about MLB a little bit. We talked about NFL a lot. Yeah. We, we ran a little extra with some UFC and obviously got a little bit of NBA in there. But it's only preseason. Hang with us. We're going to be back man. in it. I mean, but it's been DNG Sports. Make sure y'all follow us on YouTube. Make sure y'all follow us on Spotify. Make sure y'all follow us on Twitter. TikTok. Make sure you follow us on TikTok, man. Amazon Music. Give Amazon me Music. Give me on Apple. Come on now. We on everything. Alright man, we, we got some man. exciting news coming in the future. Yes, Y'all sir. don't yes, get sir. to hear it just yet. Not yet. But we know the specifics. Y'all will know the specifics. Yes, sir. Y'all have a great night, guys. DNG Sports, we are out.